Hello, my friends. You're listening to Repent and Believe podcast with Cynthia Smalls of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here we talk and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fast and God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's get started. Hey everyone, before we get started, I'd like to say thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy my podcast, please share download, leave me a message or comment. Thanks guys. Hello everyone. And this is Cynthia Smalls with Back to God Ministries. How's everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You beloved are to never give up on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, beloved. Listen, how are you living in these biblical last days? Because we cannot be actively engaging in what God hates. Sin. Scripture is unanimous. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. So here we go today. You must repent. You must change your mind and go in the opposite direction. Away from sin, turn from your sins and turn back to God. Otherwise, you and I will go straight to a burning hell as we await the final judgment. Let us not be deceived. Only the righteous will inherit the kingdom of God. Let's talk about the fact of sin. We are all sinners before coming to Christ. Romans 6.23 says, Since all have sinned, all who? Because Paul was talking about both Jew and Gentile. All have sinned and continually fall short of the glory of God. Amen. First John 1 8. If we say we have no sin, refusing to admit that we are sinners, we delude ourselves and the truth is not in us. His word does not live in our hearts. Amen. But now, beloved, that we are in Christ born again, and filled with His Holy Spirit, we strive 
to live a life that is not characterized by sin. Listen. <laughs> it's, it's like I got something on my mind tonight that I am I am praying that the Lord takes this temptation away from me. Have you ever like wanted to like choke somebody into submission to the truth? And that and that if they don't stop what they are doing, they are going to perish. It's like I want to fight you. <laughs> it's like I want to fight you like uh, hmm, you know what, beloved? Pray for me. Pray for me because as a quick side note, because it's like I, I I got to get this off of me. It's one thing, right, to to point out evil, especially where false teachers and that are concerned. But when you are antagonizing someone, when you, because again, if if you perceive any wrongdoing in a ministry and you are claiming that as the brethren you want to alert us that this person is a false teacher they are not operating according to sound doctrine they are in fact fleecing God's people and it goes on and on that's one thing. But then if you keep going and going and going and going, now I got to give you the side eye. You're not informing and quote unquote alerting the body of Christ about a particular ministry. You have a vendetta for whatever reason you have now made this your personal agenda because it's not God's. You can say what you want. What you are doing, it is not of God. Not at all. It. This is your moment to shine because initially it wasn't even your problem. But because you had a problem too with this particular ministry... This particular person, oh, here you go. Now, all you all you do all day is spend time monitoring, monitoring what this person is teaching on day after day. Just criticizing, slanderous, just I mean being downright petty and a busybody. Now, what's funny to me, okay, because it's, it's quite funny to me, the person who initially had the problem, we don't see that person nowhere on the scene. But old Miss Busybody, now she has taken up the cause and just, I'm, I'm telling you, beloved, listen, okay, because... I'm I'm not even trying to get off 
in the flesh. It just certain things disturb me. Do you not know that all that we do is being recorded in heaven? And yet you got people claiming the name of Jesus behaving in this way. No, this is all about that mind. It got to be renewed. You are no longer in the world. Because you see, remember in times past, when we were, as they say, in the streets, and something goes down like this, oh, you ready to fight. Beloved, we are living in biblical last days. This is so not the hour to get distracted and get off track. No, beloved. Jesus called it, didn't he? Not a whole lot of people are going to make it into heaven. Do you not know that when he said that the road, it is straight and it is narrow? And that that path is hard to find. You want to know why? Because a lot of people. In my opinion. Okay. A lot of people who claim the name of Jesus. And still walk in, in darkness. They have no self-control. Holy Spirit. It Again. I'm. I'm not saying whether or not someone is born again, but if we looking at the tree and the tree is producing strange fruit, then we as the body has the right to question what are your motives here? Because what we are hearing you say, well, I want to alert the body. Okay, good. And rightly so. Listen, if you know of a false teacher and we happen to um, tune in and, and, and watch and, and, and gleam. But if if you know that this person is a false teacher, yes, ring the bell, sound the alarm. But what you're not going to do, OK, is to outright slander People, listen, do what we all do. Pray for them. Put them in God's hand. That's it. And move on with your life. Like, for real, for real. Like, grow up. Okay. Let me get off the soapbox. So listen. Okay. We know that now that we are in Christ, right? born again and filled with his Holy Spirit, we do strive to live a life that is not characterized by sin. So like I was saying before I got myself sidetracked, we can't be walking around saying, I know Christ and have fellowship with him and still be in blatant 
deliberate, knowing, perpetual sin, talking about, I have come to know him. Well, John is telling us over there in 1 John 2, verses 4 to 6, that you are a liar. Don't look at me. John said that. Look, verse 4, whoever says, I have come to know him, but does not habitually keep focused on his precepts and obey his commandments. His teachings is a liar. And the truth of the divine word is not in him. But whoever habitually keeps his word and obeys his precepts and treasures his message in its entirety in him. Mm -hmm, that one. The love of God has truly been perfected. It is completed and has reached reached maturity. By this, we know for certain that we are in him. Whoever says, verse 6, whoever says he lives in Christ, that is whoever says he has accepted him as God and Savior, ought as a moral obligation to walk and conduct himself just as he walked and conducted himself. Amen. So that is why we must keep talking about the penalty of sin. And glory be to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that Christ Jesus paid the penalty for our sin. Amen. And guess what? The command has gone out from God to go and sin no more. Yes. Yes. We are forever parked on John 8, 11. Because <clears throat> it is, excuse me, it is so disturbing. Hold on. Let me, let me take some of this hot tea and let me tell you what disturbs me. <laughs> mm. What disturbs me is that when people claim they are doing God's work, when in fact it is Satan's work that they are doing. Not only are they in spiritual darkness, but they are promoting spiritual darkness. And those who are weak in the faith, they chime in on the madness. I don't know what it is, but it's like people are looking to take each other down. You know what? It's like... All this energy you are exuding to quote unquote take somebody down when you could spend that same amount of time in prayer about the person in secret. 
not on social media, not out on front street. But if this is a burden to you from the Lord to to ring the bell and sound the alarm. What about what Paul says to not use your body as an instrument for wickedness? Well, I don't believe this is wicked. Yeah, I know. And that's the problem. You are deluded and deceived. You are not doing God's work. Now, so that's why James 1, 13 to 16. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For temptation does not originate from God, but from our own flaws. For God cannot be tempted by what is evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each one is tempted when he is dragged away, enticed, and baited to to commit sin by his own worldly desire, lust, passion. Verse 15, then when the illicit desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin has run its course, it gives birth to death. Do not be misled, my beloved brothers and sisters. Amen. Beloved, do you not know where where there is sin, there is death. Sin and death go hand in hand, just like life and peace. Eternal life and peace goes hand in hand. Sin and death is of the devil. Eternal life and peace is of the spirit of the living God. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen, Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. So I must beg the question of the day. How are you living in these biblical last days? Are you living it being a busybody? Are you living it causing discord and division? Or are you honestly seeking the kingdom of God? Are you honestly living a life characterized by righteousness are you are you looking to do good by your fellow man or are you a compromiser are you a liar ooh are you a liar claiming you have fellowship with the father and you don't not behaving like this and you are not repenting for what I ain't got nothing to repent for I'm doing the Lord's work this topic is hot 
<laughs> quote, unquote, this topic is hot. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> oh, goodness. When correction and rebuke comes your way to say what you are doing is of the devil. This is not God's work. And you and you say, quote, this is hot. I ain't coming off of this. I look, I ain't going nowhere. Really? Okay. And you see, you see, beloved, this is why Jesus says that we must be born again. Mm -hmm. John 3, 3, we must be born. We, we must be born again. Otherwise, we will be condemned to the lake of fire for all of eternity. I pray you all got your eyes plastered on Revelation 20, verse 15. Mm -hmm. Listen. Flesh and blood, an unregenerate soul without the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, cannot inherit nor be part of the kingdom of God. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50. Now I say this, believers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit nor be part of the kingdom of God, nor, nor does the perishable mortal inherit the, imper the imperishable immortal. Amen. Paul, just like the Lord, is saying, you must be born again. That dead spirit on the inside of you that we all inherited from Adam's sin, needs to be regenerated. It needs to be born anew of the spirit, not of the flesh, because we can't enter our mother's womb a second time and be born again. Jesus, like he told Nicodemus, you must be born again from above, spirit-filled. And so, beloved, we cannot be spiritually blinded and continue living as if judgment is not coming. Listen, <clears throat> I am exhorting by the will of the Lord that he is love and it is not his will for anyone to perish but that we come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we must repent, live changed lives, and to, and to not only be prepared, but at the ready to meet the true and living God when he returns. Christ Jesus, the Lamb of God, is coming back to judge and deal with his enemies. He's coming back as King of kings and Lord of lords. The Lion of the tribe of Judah. 
when he returns with his angels in flame and fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and who obey not the gospel. Well, uh, where are we at? Second Thessalonians mm-hmm, 1, 8 through 9 tells us in verse 9 that they shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Beloved, God ain't playing with us. He most certainly ain't playing with that lake of fire. And you see, this is this is how look, how come that most in the body of Christ is not putting the pieces of this destructive puzzle together we cannot hate one another i'm talking about the body of christ in the body of christ we have been commanded by the lord jesus christ to love one another as he loved us and to forgive one another so if you if you are operating from a perspective of hatred, discord and unforgiveness, you're not going to make it. You're not. Listen, I'm not condemning you. I'm I'm warning you. Those who have that spirit of Cain on them, you're not going to make it. Not behaving like this. You are not. You are deceived. Okay. Listen. My hand is the first to to be raised. I'm totally on board with anyone in the body. Alerting us about a wolf in sheep's clothing. Listen. Tell me. Warn me. Because if I am following them. I want to know about it. Okay. Because. I could be deceived. I'm thinking this person is preaching the word. Oh, the Lord sent this person. Come to find out they carrying false doctrine. No. So if the Lord has given you discernment and wisdom and 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 through a prayer, he wanted you to to prophesy to the body of Christ, to beware, come out from amongst this ministry. I'm there all day. I'm the first to be in line. But if the gift of discernment is, is roaring up in me and I'm like, mm, no, hold up, back this train up. Something is not right. Okay. You cannot spend months on this same topic. And it's getting worse by the day. You know, if someone does something wrong, right? We go to them in private. And if the person still refuse to heed to the warning... Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Trust and believe. If that person is not doing what is right in the sight of God, 
do you not know that God knows how to deal with his enemies? Because, right, Holy Spirit, see, mm -hmm, you don't even have faith in God to do what he says that he would do. He said, a vengeance, vengeance is mine. I will avenge. Maybe God is giving them enough rope to hang themselves. Who knows? Why are you in business that is not of yours? At this point, it is between them and God. God, listen, okay? I'm going to say this. God does not send anyone to cause strife and discord among the body. Nope. And I'm going to say this to your face. Absolutely not. Who, beloved, we cannot be spiritually blinded. No. And not only that, okay. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a try to put that up on the shelf because, because see, now that's between that person and God. So we cannot be so distracted with our lives, right? Our day-to-day our -day existence as if he's not coming back. I don't know about you all, but that stays on my mind yes it does like eternity stays on my mind anytime I hear about a, a person dying the first immediate thought is was that person in Christ and if you know anything about their lifestyle you know they didn't make it they renounced Jesus. They wanted the world. I'm telling you, listen, people are dropping out of here like flies. I'm talking about those who willingly signed their souls over to Satan. And then he came a calling. And now... They have been tricked out of salvation and they are in hell tonight. Tonight. With crystal clarity about the situation. Because see, in eternity, the mind is, is so spiritually in tune. You see angels and you see demons. Now you believe. Now you believe, but it's too late. And this is my burden. That people come to repentance. Repent. Turn the mind around and go in the opposite direction back to God and live change lives. We must, that is our duty as born-again children. We can't be so distracted. People are living in debauchery, claiming the name. They are living in cruelty, claiming the name. Because you see, people in the world, they're going to do what they do. 
Okay. People are living in fraud and committing fraud, claiming the name. People are committing murders. They are living in immorality. They are living in hatred, wars, pleasure seeking, and lust. Yes, beloved, I'm saying all of this in caps. Listen, we got to wake up. Where's my bell? Wake up, beloved. Christ Jesus is on his way back and he will give to every single person their just reward. Yes, God says in Titus 2.12 to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Amen. Beloved, we are to reject all ungodliness. And we can do so because, verse 11, back it up, verse 11. The grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us to live sensible, upright, and godly lives. Lives with the purpose that reflect spiritual maturity. Amen. Listen, you have, listen. Okay, you have no spiritual growth if you are acting like a toddler playing tick for tack. No, you are not growing at all. And Jesus says that we can judge a tree by the fruit that it bears. So if we are seeing you bearing bad fruit, Well, how much more so that Jesus says that you will become a withered, broken off branch. That is to be bundled together with the other broken off branches to be burned in everlasting fire. Because you see, beloved, I, I don't know about you all, but stuff like this stays on my mind constantly. It's like I'm, 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 I'm thinking about these things and I'm like, for me, my personal life and times past, like how blinded was I? How come I didn't know what I know now, now then? I wasn't spirit filled. I thought I was born again. I'm not even sure if I was born again, but if if I look at my my life so-called in the Lord according to scripture, I wasn't born again. I would I still would love to believe that I was, but that I wasn't on board. But truth be told, the way that I was living was contrary to the word of God and I was claiming the name. That is why I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about claiming the name but being in blatant, deliberate, on-purpose sin. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just up here, you know, just pointing fingers and, and throwing shade and like, no, I'm t- listen, I'm coming on this podcast as a witness of the Lord. 
I'm telling you what I know. Christ Jesus will deal with his enemies. It's like a whole lake that blazes with fire and brimstone waiting for you, waiting for me. But no, beloved, I'm okay. Okay. God's grace, right? Teaches us to live sensible, upright, and godly lives. Lives with the purpose that reflects spiritual maturity in this present age. Looking, okay, as we as we are in these bodies living in this nasty, stinking world, we are looking for that blessed hope. The glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So listen, I got something to tell you. Jesus said when he returns, it'll be just like the days of Noah. Matthew 24, 37 to 40, for the coming of the Son of Man, the Messiah, will be just like the days of Noah. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the very day. The day of the flood, they were living their best lives, beloved. So until the very day when Noah entered the ark and they did not know or understand until the flood came and swept them all away. Oh, beloved. Mm-mm-mm. Jesus says it's going to be just like that. On a day, on the very day that he returns, people will be, people will be living as if judgment is not coming. They're going to be doing them under the rule of the Antichrist. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So he says, verse 39, and they did not know or understand until the flood came and swept them all away. So will be the coming of the son of man be unexpected judgment, but not for us, right? Aren't we not looking for the coming, the second coming of the Lord? We keep our lamps filled with oil, which is representative of the Holy Spirit. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit, walking around as little temples, waiting, keeping one eye on life as it were but the other eye on eternity at all times where we hear that last trumpet we are out of here we are out of here we can do but so much so as we are living we are we are preaching and spreading the gospel loving on the brethren keeping all of us up in prayer and going about the father's business Yes, 
But our our priority is the kingdom at all times, at all costs. Everything falls to the wayside when it comes to the kingdom. When it comes to Christ Jesus, everything is secondary, if zero. Everything goes away. Nothing is more important when the master is teaching and speaking. And what he says is the final say. He has all the say. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So, verse 39, where we at Matthew 24, about how Jesus says what will be going on when he returns. Well, the same thing that was going on in Noah's day. Verse 39, and they did not know or understand until the flood came and swept them all away. So will the coming of the son of man be unexpected judgment. Verse 40, at that time, two men will be in the field. One will be taken for judgment and one will be left. Amen. And beloved, listen, as a footnote, hold on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> as a footnote in verse 40 right here, this is not the removal of the church described in 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18 and Revelation 3, 10. The one taken is taken for judgment, just as the wicked were taken by the flood in Noah's day. The one left is left to enter the kingdom that Christ will establish. That's right. That's right. So I get it. Living in these last biblical days is no skate in the park. It ain't easy, but we must run and finish the race nonetheless. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen, thus saith the Lord, make way for the king of glory. Put away your idols. Flee from sexual immorality. Flee from wickedness and evil. Turn from your wicked ways and turn to God. Repent. Repent. Jesus is on his way back and his reward will be with him. He will give to every man according to his deeds. He will give to every man the fruit of his labor. Be prepared. Jesus, our risen king, is on his way back. Prepare. Prepare. Our risen king will come in great glory and power. He will deal with his enemies. Turn from your sins and turn back to God. Thus saith the Lord, repent ye therefore. Here we go, beloved, the gospel according to scripture. For I passed unto you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to that which the scriptures foretold, and that he was buried. 
and that and that he was bodily raised on the third day according to that which the scriptures foretold and that he appeared to Peter then to the 12 amen first corinthians 15 3 to 5 amen beloved listen we are called to place our life before God whether you realize it or not whether you believe it or not we are living in the final few moments of this age and the fact that you're even tuning in today is evidence that God is reaching out to you to wake you up be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Beloved, the mind must be renewed and we must be transformed. Amen. Look, right now, I am all about Romans 12 verses 1 to 2. Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies, you, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. We find Paul exhorting us here. He's like, by the mercies of God, like take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping and eating and, and going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Uh-huh. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. He's like, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking he's telling us instead right fix your attention on God and you will be changed from the inside out recognizing what God wants from you and quickly respond to it because unlike the culture around you listen this is what Paul is in fact telling us that Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity and godlessness, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you, in me. Amen. So listen. A living sacrifice to God is one who does not conform, mm -mm, but is transformed. We are not to be conformed to this world, 
Paul is using the word world. He, he is using the word world here to refer to the spirit of the age. In other words, world refers to the popular worldview that rejects God and his revelation and his savior. As believers, we are no longer, beloved, conformed to this world because we no longer belong to the spirit of this age. We have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's beloved son. Listen, study Colossians 1.13. So, Rather than continuing to conform to this world, we are to be transformed by changing our way of thinking. Yes, if you change your mind, you will change your life. And it starts with repentance. And what is biblical repentance? Well, we see Jesus. Over here in Luke 13, 5 saying, I tell you no, but unless you repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways and live changed lives, you will all likewise perish. Yes, he said it. Yes, he said it. So as believers, I mean, as unbelievers, right? As unbelievers, we are naturally conformed to the world. Uh-huh. Because if we look at Ephesians 2 verses 1 to 3, it tells us exactly where we were. Listen. And you, he made alive when you were spiritually dead. Yep. And separated from him because of your transgressions and sins. In which you once walked. You were following the ways of this world. Influenced by this present age in accordance with the prince of the power of the air. Satan. The spirit who is now at work in the disobedient. The unbelieving who fight against the purposes of God. Verse 3. Among these unbelievers, we all once lived in the passions of our flesh. What is the flesh? Our behavior governed by the sinful self, indulging the desires of human nature without the Holy Spirit. That's the flesh. And the impulses of the sinful mind. We were by nature children under the sentence of God's wrath, just like the rest of mankind. Yes, beloved, that's where we were. And, and, and for many of us, not that long ago. So, As believers, we are no longer conformed to this world because we no longer belong to the spirit of this age. Nope. So, in closing, Acts 17, 30 to 31. 
Paul was saying how in the times of this ignorance, okay, God winked at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. Why? Because he has appointed a day in which he will judge the inhabited world in righteousness by that man whom he had ordained. Just for this task, beloved. And he has given assurance unto all men in that he raised Jesus from the dead. Yes, beloved. See, scriptures like this is what keeps my little mind on eternity. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus says that if we love him, we will obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome to us. He told us to love God with everything within us. The whole mind, the whole heart, the whole soul, all your strength. And listen, and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Because he said on those two commandments, hang all the law. Uh-huh. And the writings of the prophets hang on those two commandments. So, therefore, attend to the way you think. Renew your thinking. The thought life is the battlefield. So guard your thoughts. Watch what you read. Watch what you look at. Watch what you let into your mind. Do not let wrong thoughts linger there. Because you see, that's the problem for many of us. We are allowing the trash to stay in the mind rather than letting it go and putting it out. So what someone offended you? It, it is really ridiculous when it happened years ago and you're still hanging on to the trash. And the moment you get to, to bash them, well, there you go. I thought you said you was a woman of God, a man of God. So then why are you hanging on, hanging on to all of this bitterness? And I hate to break it to you, precious. You are not coming in the name and will and purpose of God exposing. No, what is being exposed is your evil, wicked behavior. Oh, beloved, it's like I want to fight, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> I got to love the brethren nonetheless. But if I'm honest, stuff like that agitates me, especially seeing how all of us were was in that close to come into hell's fire. And you mean to tell me 
This is how you make the most of every opportunity, knowing that these days are short and evil, and you and you are going to waste precious time slandering the brethren. When I'm quite sure, if you really stop, just stop it, repent. Return back to your first love. Oh, he got plenty for you to do. We are carrying your load with love. With, listen, which is fine with us. Okay? But you're wrong. When you're wrong, you're wrong. And we should be spiritually mature enough to admit when we are wrong. I know it is a humbling experience. Nonetheless, chastise me now, Lord, because I don't want to hear, depart from me. I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. I, I, I don't know about you, but I ain't got time for that. No, I love Jesus. I love the Father, and I will listen to Holy Spirit. Yes, listen, day to day, we we walk in sanctification as we walk with the Spirit. Every day, we are learning more and more about the Father, more and more about Jesus, and learning more about the Holy Spirit, that He is our comforter, our teacher. He came to glorify Jesus Christ. So if he's telling us how we should live, how we should think, and how we should uh, behave, irregardless of what we may deem to be unfair and that this wrong got to be righted, so I ain't got time to wait for the Lord to deal with his enemies I'm going to deal with my enemies the best way I know how. Acting like a child of the devil. Y'all better grow up. Y'all better grow up and start being this petty. My goodness. I mean, even when I was in the world, I... I think. Let me think. Nope. I have never seen this level of pettiness. And I'm talking about when, when I was in the world world, the world world, the, 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 the underworld. That's how much I was in the world. I was under the world. I was steep in it. And yet I have not ever seen that kind of nastiness. I mean, just being downright mean for no reason. You ain't got, I don't care what this person may have done to you or, or has said to you. You should never, not claiming the name, have that level of meanness. Just, just being mean and nasty. I ain't never seen that in the world. No. And it is so much more disheartening. You claiming you are a woman of God and you are acting like this. You, I'm going to tell you what you are, okay? You are a stumbling block, okay? It's, it's one thing 
if this is how you truly feel, okay, well, then you know what? Keep that between you and God. Because the fact that you are now garnering a following, okay? Because, I mean, it's so messy. It's, it's truly so messy. And people like mess. And so... They may, they may not even be following this person like that. Maybe in times past, you know, um, a, a few times here and there. But now, here you are, quote unquote, blowing the trumpet. And you got people who are already weak in their, in their faith. But they love worldliness just like you. And this is right up their alley agreeing with you and for some reason that's just energizing you more and more to keep it going do you not know this was months ago okay if you're gonna be messy which you shouldn't but if you're going to be messy okay i can see you carrying on for about a good month because for you this is hot topic okay all right whatever but now it, it it's been months. Okay? You are downright stalking the person. Listen, if you hate this individual so much, then why are you hanging on their every word and then coming back and reporting on did you hear what so and so said today on the channel? Oh, such a hypocrite. And and then there you go off. With all of this meanness and false accusations. It, I'm telling you, beloved. Okay. A lot of people are not going to make it. Sadly. A lot are not going to make it. And this is the whole purpose and premise for this podcast. It is to point us to the cross. It is so that Holy Spirit can train all of us. Listen, I'm, I'm a student right along with you. I just happen to be the vessel in this season that the Lord is getting out his word. So trust me when I tell you I'm studying right along with you all. And so we just have to speak the truth for what it is. If it's messy, it's messy. And the whole premise of this podcast is to get us ready because Christ is returning. And how we live until then, we are to live holy and righteously. I keep telling y'all, I only was given one message. Tell the people to repent and turn from their wicked ways. Because when I return, I will give to every man a reward according to what they have done, whether it be evil or good. That's the message that the Lord Jesus Christ gave to his daughter. The Holy Spirit was able to teach that same message over almost 6,000 downloads. Almost 
almost 600 episodes. The one message told and taught from many different angles, but it's the same essence. We must live clean and holy because Jesus Christ is on his way back. And we must understand that we will give an account as born again believers how we lived in Christ. What, what, what did we do for the, the building of the kingdom? Because I can tell you something, beloved. Building the kingdom is not slandering and hating on the brethren. Oh, no, it's not. So... That's it. Anything else, Lord? That's it. Because we have to so guard our thoughts. Watching what we read. Watching what we look at. Watching what you let into your mind. Because we can't let these evil thoughts just linger there with eyes wide open to all that God has done for us. We are to be living sacrifices. That means killing self, not killing yourself. I'm talking about crucify, crucify, crucify that flesh. Yes. Like Jesus says to be his followers. Oh, we must deny ourselves Pick up that cross and come and follow him. We got to put it all away. All the lust, all the passion, all the hate, all the evil, all of this worldly ambition. Put it away and come follow him. Mm -hmm. And walk and conduct ourselves as he walked and conducted himself, which is what? In obedience it's not hard it's, it's not hard beloved when you love God with your whole heart and everything in your mind that means your mind stays on him always yes we we, we do go about our daily life lives but we don't forget <laughs> we don't forget eternity. Listen, we could be in, in eternity in the next second because none of us knows the exact amount of days that the Lord has appointed to each one of us. What if right in the midst of your of your slandering rant of the days because you're acting like a stalker? What if at the next exclamation point, you type, bam, he stops that heart. Ain't no time to repent. No time to confess your, that slanderous divisive tongue. And then you lift your eyes in a burning hell trying to figure out, well, how did I get here? Well, the Lord will tell you. And and you will have to agree. It, you know what? It's well, I don't know. I've never been in eternity, but I can only surmise that standing in eternity before Jesus flaming eyes, 
you will be in total agreement as to why you are where you are. You may not like where you are, but you understand why you are there. And then that is where hopelessness sets in. The weeping and the gnashing of the teeth, knowing you ain't coming out of this. All that screaming and begging, oh, I repent, I repent, forgive me. No, it's too late. You had the time when the brethren was telling you, you go in the wrong way, but this is hot. Yeah, it's hot. All right. Listen, I got to go. Father, (laughs) in the name of Christ Jesus, oh, hallowed be thy holy name. Father, we repent. We confess any and all wrongdoings that we have committed this day. If we have thought wrong, forgive us. If we have acted wrong, please forgive us. Father, we don't want to hear depart from me. We want to live lives of obedience. Teach us your way to go. Change our minds. Show us that the way to eternal life It is straight. Yes, it is difficult and it is so narrow that few will find that path. But that broad way, Jesus says that many will be on that road because it is easy. It is easy to claim the name and live in sin and be deceived to Think that we have fellowship with you and the son. No one is confessing sin. Some believe that that they weren't even sinners. We know before coming to Christ, all of us were dead in our trespasses and sins. No one. No one can claim that they are good. Romans 3.10 tells us that no one is good. None is righteous. Not even one. No one seeks for God. But now that we are in Christ. No longer are we hell bound. Christ Jesus is the propitiation for our sins. He is the appeasement that held back your wrath that was deserving on us. But Christ Jesus, he paid the penalty for our wrongdoings by dying on the cross for our sins. And three days later, you raised Jesus from the dead by the work and power of the Holy Spirit. And that same spirit lives in us. And we too shall be resurrected on the last day. If we endure until the end, we shall be resurrected unto eternal life. That's the goal. To finish our race. Forgive. Forget about the pettiness and the the messiness and the foolishness that's going on in the world today. Oh, Father, have mercy on us all. 
that that we wake ourselves up and understand time is of the essence. We must be born again for real, for real. And not serving a fake Jesus that has no problem with the one carrying on in such a fashion. Mm -mm. Have mercy. Have mercy on us today, Father. We ask ask for wisdom. May, May the gifts of the Holy Spirit as he wills be upon us. May we, may we operate in great faith, great discernment, great knowledge and wisdom. May we perform miracles. May we prophesy. May we heal the sick and if necessary, cast out demons and raise the dead. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father, in Jesus name for all that you do for us. Thank you for being our God. We don't want another king. We we have a king. You. And your voice is the only voice we follow. We we abide in you, Lord Jesus. We don't want to become broken off withered branches to be Bundled together and thrown into the fire for all of eternity. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy on us all. Bless your holy name. Thank you, Father, for my salvation. Thank you for sending Holy Spirit. Thank you that the precious shed blood of Jesus Christ washed away my sins. Thank you, Father. Help me to endure until the end. Strengthen me so that I don't fall away from the faith and become a castaway. Having preached this good, great gospel only to hear depart from me. God forbid. Thank you, Father. Hallowed be thy holy and righteous name. We give you glory. We give you honor and worship this day. Thank you for saving us. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. All right, beloved. Listen, be not deceived. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. God won't be mocked. Listen, we keep sowing to this nasty, stinking flesh from the flesh. We shall reap eternal destruction. Be not deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. The Bible says, Arise to wake up. Mm, Arise to righteousness. That means wake yourselves up and stop sinning. Amen. Amen. And Lord willing, until next time, I shall be speaking to you all soon. Bye for now. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. I truly appreciate all your support. Until next time, I'll be talking to y'all soon. Bye.